Not sure what content topics generate more leads? Today's subject is right up your alley then. We're sharing the top content topics that perform well in most markets and that do an effective job of sending leads your way. If you need a starting place with content creation, or if you can't seem to create content that resonates with your target market, we've got some sweet suggestions for you. Ready? Let's go. Hey, you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to achieve more without the overwhelm and drama, because although business and life get messy, that doesn't mean things have to be hard. Join us as we help you cope with the chaos and banish your barriers so that you can move forward in your entrepreneurial journey. I'm Megan Monahan, And I'm Teresa Safali. Let's get on with it. Welcome to episode 51 of the Messy Desk Podcast. I'm Megan Monahan, your content marketing coach. And I'm Teresa Safali, your productivity coach. So check this out. According to an SEM Rush survey from last year, the top marketing challenges were creating content that generates quality leads and creating content that attracts more traffic. Can you relate? I know I can. Many marketers deal with these struggles, especially those folks who, like you, are managing marketing on their own. Right. It becomes that battle between keeping your head above water with your content marketing and actually creating effective content. You know, you can barely keep up with the demands of business because you're running in so many directions. Then content becomes another distraction. True. Your focus becomes churning out content versus producing the right content to attract good leads and website visitors. That's why you need a content strategy and an editorial calendar. These two things really help you get a grip on your content by helping you to choose more targeted topics that align with your business goals. You may not realize the negative effect that not planning your content has on your productivity, but approaching content creation, management, and promotion without planning you know, it just leads to a lot of wasted time. And you know what? It also leads to massive amounts of stress. Creating content at the last minute is bound to happen, but it's not sustainable long-term. Which is why you have a strategy and a calendar to plan your content, which in turn plans your workload, helps plan your day, and bada-bing, bada-boom, increases your productivity. <laughs> All want that. So back to that SEM Rush survey. If you're a business that needs more leads and website visitors, and don't we all, you've got to create content around the topics that attract the people who are interested. Knowing those content topics or subjects isn't always easy though. So today we're giving you three types of content to try, even if you're new at content marketing or if your existing content isn't doing well. So stick around until the end because I'll be giving you some suggestions for managing your productivity related to content creation so you know the next steps. Let's get started. Okay, first up is how-to content. A huge portion of people search online to find how to do something. You've probably searched for how-to info many times. How to optimize a blog post, how to tie a tie, how to make gluten-free bread. How-to content is really popular on search engines. And in fact, YouTube is referred to as YouTube University since so many people use it to find how-to content. 
I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense when you think about it. Um, You know, I mean, you and I use YouTube to watch, you know, television ish programs, (laughs) but a lot of people use it just for, you know, figuring out how to fix a toilet. (laughs) Right. There's a good chance that your market is looking for how to content. So that's one good thing about this category of content, but it also helps you as a brand. How-to content shows off your knowledge, which proves your expertise and increases your authority. This increases people's trust too. And this type of content moves people along in the customer journey. So how-to content tends to perform well. The bad news is that how-to content can attract the wrong people. So here's a pro tip for you. To come up with the right subject, make sure you prioritize the subjects that your target market desires the most and choose a subject that aligns with your products and services. Get super specific. For example, if you stage houses for real estate agents, then skip the post about how to stage a home to sell quickly. That subject targets homeowners who want to DIY home staging, and they aren't the target market. Instead, create a video about how to hire a home stager for your real estate business. This subject pinpoints the right audience and attracts a target market that's potentially looking to hire. You have the ability to tailor your content to attract the right people. So do a little research and strategizing to come up with really specific how-to content that speaks to your desired audience. This is a common mistake, so I'm so glad that you shared that tip. It's crucial to understand who you are trying to attract. Only then can you make the right content for them. So don't skip the research and strategizing phase, as Megan mentioned. Another topic that is good for catching the attention of your target market is answering those frequently asked questions in your area of expertise. We've talked about this before, so I won't spend too much time on this one. But people spend a lot of time online researching before they buy. They're asking those W questions. What, why, who, when, where, and which? Like, what is the best marketing funnel software? Why should I buy an in-ground pool instead of an above-ground pool? Or who offers the best course in Microsoft Excel? I'm certain that your potential buyers have some questions. The key is to choose your subject strategically. The same rules apply here as with how-to content. Get specific with your subject by focusing on what your customers and potential customers typically ask and what they should ask. And be sure the subject aligns with your business goals and offers. Feel free to add a target market, a price qualifier, or a location to your subject. For example, what is the best marketing funnel software for digital marketing agencies? Or who offers the best Excel course in Houston. It will really depend on your content goals and of course, who you're trying to attract. We'll include some research resources on our blog. I'll just add, if you have built an audience of your ideal buyer, either via an email list or social media, a great way to know what questions they have is to just ask them. Keep those replies in a Google doc or sheet. Then you'll have a repository of potential topics to create content around. Ooh, I like that suggestion. Okay, so before people buy, they want to know more. And that brings us to the third content topic for lead generation, and that is product reviews, demos, or comparisons. What I love about this content is that it really appeals to people who are closer to being ready to buy. 
They've researched the problem and the solutions, so now it's decision time for them. At this point, it's up to you to provide a behind-the-scenes look at your product. Or if you offer services, maybe you compare your business with the competition. Share enough information to give people an understanding of your product and service, plus its benefits and what differentiates your offer from the others. The key with this topic is to combine facts with fun. People look to logic to support their decisions, but they buy on emotion. So be entertaining, humorous, or creative to capture their attention and their hearts. So good. I'm going to emphasize here the importance of creating this type of content with your client or customer in mind. It's not about you. It's about them. So when you're sharing benefits, for example, that means you're talking about how your product or service helps them. It's not about sharing features. That is so important. I'm glad you made that distinction. So hopefully you've got a few ideas brewing based on the content topics or themes that Megan mentioned. That begs the question, how should I get started? Well, first, choose one content topic to start with. You don't have to do them all. It's best to start small than to take on too much only to end up overwhelmed. And then nothing gets done. Next, block some time on your calendar for content creation. Scheduling time in your week to do this will help you focus and save you time. Then get to work. Here are some tips to help you get organized. Separate research and content creation steps. Organize your research into a list of possible topics to use later. Set a timer to limit your research efforts. Otherwise, you'll spend hours and hours. I won't tell you how I know that. And start with one format, blog post, then add a video later or vice versa. Don't try to do everything. After you've done your research, it's time to start creating your content. Plan to do that over a couple of time blocks. This way you have time to outline, write, and edit. Don't try to do that all in one sitting. Okay, Megan, do you have any final thoughts? Of course I do. (laughs) No matter what content you create, remember this. The biggest differentiation factor these days is you. Y-O-U, your original uniqueness. When you are your brand, then your personality, values, and message are magnets for your ideal audience. These things help you stand out. While it's critical to focus on what your customers care about and how that aligns with your goals, the missing piece for many is emotional connection. So try to relate to others on a more personal level. And finally, knowing your ideal customer or avatar helps immensely with choosing content topics and subjects. But if you don't know your avatar yet, that's okay. Don't be afraid to try something and take some risks. Research and take action to discover and learn. Well said. It can be scary to put yourself out there, but people are looking for authenticity, humanity, and transparency these days. Okay, that's it for today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and visit MessyDeskPodcast.com for more detailed show notes. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the Messy Desk Podcast and leave us a review. We're interested in what you're interested in. So email us at MessyDeskPodcast at gmail.com with your topic suggestions and questions. And most importantly, stay messy because that's where the growth, progress, and magic happen. 
We'll include some research resources for researching. <laughs> that was an awesome one. I love that, that was a really some good research one. Resources for researching. Did that sound weird? Yep. <laughs> Maybe you compare your business. Business. <laughs> I like that one. You should like that. Business. Or business. Yay!